Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Maynard. Today, I'm speaking with David Norick. He wrote the book about exercising that's focused on little children being able to be able to be active, and he did it all in hopes to fight against diabetes. He was an interesting conversation. In fact, I've purchased his book myself, and I encourage you to listen to it, enjoy it. Parents will definitely find use in his book. So with that being said, you can go to authorblurb.com. In the meantime, while you're listening to this, to find his profile links, his links are also in the show notes, and I'm just going to get right to the show. So thank you and enjoy. So I'm here with David Norick. He is going to discuss his book, The Adventures of Exer and Size. And instead of me going on, this is going to probably be the second book that I'm buying from an author that I've talked with. So I have a lot of good things from what I've read about him and saw about him. I'll let David explain everything about himself and his book so you can get excited as much as I am. David, thank you for being on. And if you could tell people about yourself in the book, I'd be quite appreciative. Sure. I mean, hey, it's a pleasure for me to be on. Uh, blessed and humbled to be on here. So in 2013, I lost my brother to die, an older brother. And the very next year of 2014, I lost a sister, an older sister to diabetes as well. And I had seen both of them just go from healthy, very healthy individuals to, to having diabetes just kind of ravage their lives, their bodies. And um, after my sister passed away, I guess it was about four or five months uh, after she passed away, I was driving home from work and I stopped at a, at a stoplight. It was a simple prayer to God. It was, Lord, if you want me to do something different with my life, put it in my heart right now. And almost immediately, this idea to write a children's book called The Adventures of Exo Inside, which is a play on the word exercise. When you put exo mm -hmm. inside together, you get exercise like, or exercise like you see on my cap. Right. And, um, and uh, so soon these other thoughts started coming to my head almost immediately. It was okay. Make uh, the story take place in a town called O. B city, which stands for obesity, mm -hmm. uh, have, have the mayor of OB city, have her name be Diane Beatties, like diabetes, have the first villain of the book be named Chip and his dog Nacho, which represent potato chips. And, and, and so as kids read the book and they go on this adventure with Exo and Sai, as Exo and Sai try to stop Chip and Nacho from stealing everybody's healthy snacks, there are 11 different exercises or exercises that they have to do. So by the time they finish reading the book, they've learned about healthy eating and they've learned uh, about, or they've gotten a, a complete exercise workout. And so this is a very unique book. It's very interactive. When I go present at schools, kids actually have to get up and move around, jump around, exercise. And it's a, it's a really fun time. Hopefully they get some fun out of reading and exercising. And that's how I, I came across uh, writing this book, The Adventures of Exo Inside. All right. Now, I saw that you're very active in your community and and trying to face and fight towards going against diabetes. I don't see it being completely eliminated. And my background, my family, there's diabetes. I know how it can end up taking somebody, and I know how hard it is to watch. With that also said... I know a big part of it has to do in being active, being, so in my family, a lot of the issues were they didn't exercise. They weren't very active. They didn't take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So with your book, 
the goal is to keep kids active so they can, because if you keep a kid active, children diabetes will stay off. And it could be something as mild as hypoglycemia or something along those lines. So do you find that with your book and the schools that you go to, that a lot of kids are getting excited and being interactive and really enjoying your book? What kind of feedback are you getting from this? Yeah, from kids and the staff as well. They've never seen a book like this. They're they're excited about moving around, about exercising, even about eating better. And of course, with especially type 2 diabetes, where if you're pre-diabetic or, you know, there's a chance that you can not, you know, be diabetic. Hey, let's get them at the beginning. These mm-hmm. kids love these kids love to eat sweets and drink sugary drinks and and uh, all that kind of stuff. And so a lot of the kids have come to me after one of my presentations and just thanked me for for showing them something like they say it's cool to to read and exercise now. And and, and honestly, with this book, it's something. I mean, I would love for the kids to to get out there and play outside, but it can be done on a rainy day indoors. And so there's no excuse now to to not get a good workout in. Well, that sounds good. So what age groups do you tend to focus on? Because I imagine my son, he's only four years old, so it's a bit early for him on that. But like I said, I'm planning on getting it. So when he does get into the right age, he'll have that to start with. So there's no delay of it. Great. Yeah. And I've presented to kids from uh, pre-kinder, which is about four or five years old, all the way up to fifth and sixth grade, which is about 10, 11 years old. And so I, I, you know, I try to make it accessible to everybody. Of course, with the younger kids, like, like you said, your son being four years old, it's more about, you know, just getting up and uh, being with the older kids. I go deeper into my story and uh, go deeper into explaining to them the benefits of eating healthy and exercise. But, but yeah, I, I, I always wanted to make a book that would be accessible to kids of all ages and by kids of all ages from four all the way to 94. So, well, that's definitely good because I know. I'm still a kid at heart myself, so always a good active. So now, with that being said, if I remember correctly on your website, you had like several awards, different things. Can you explain how you're also interacting in your community with your book and with the things you're doing to be able to, because I hate to say it, I've known people who've written and never done anything on the topic they've written in other than just say, hey, I've wrote, Hmm. where from looking at your website, that's not the case with you. Yeah. And, and in fact, I live, I'm from McAllen, Texas, mm-hmm. which, which for the fifth year in a row, I hate saying this, but according to Wallet Hub, we are the fattest city in the United States of America for the fifth year in a row. Where we live, I mean, I, we, I might as well be living in the real life OB city. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I want to do something. It's got to start. What better place to start than in the fattest city in the United States of America, right? Right. So, so I want to start in my community. I want to go out and and be active, be proactive. I've right. Worked with I've worked with organizations such as the South Texas Juvenile Diabetes Association, where they they deal with kids who are new to diabetes. And so, like you said, I've it's not just about writing the book, okay? But now there's a purpose and a meaning behind it. Now I want to get out there and and do something, especially starting here in my community. And uh, right before we got on the air, I just spoke to a connection that I have now over in the UK. This book has has crossed the the pond over there and uh, looking into getting it into some schools over in the UK. And one of the coolest things that I've been able to do, and you can see on my shirt, it says Fit Lit. It's a combination of fitness and literature. 
And one of the one of the most awesome things that we started here with an organization called the South Texas Literacy Coalition is we've started to uh, create the, these fit lit parks. Now, what we do here is we take uh, my book and we've we've put them into large metal sides that are then put along the the, the path of a community park, so families can walk, they can read the book along the path, and when they get to a certain exercise or exercise, there's a QR code. They scan the QR code and they can do, it'll take them to the website where it shows them how to do the exercises. So families can go out to a park, read the book and exercise together. And it's something that I hope explodes soon across the, across the country. Well, that's fantastic. Where is that being done at? Just in the local parks there? Or is it kind of expanding out already? Have you been working with people on that or... Because you, yeah. you just said you're hoping it catches on and goes out further. Yeah, we started here locally. We, we've had two cities here in South Texas from, from where I'm at. And like I said, I've just spoken to some people over in the UK and hopefully to start the first one over over across the pond. So that that would be amazing. And it's a great community. It's always a community event when we open up these fitlet parts. We invite other local authors to come in, participate, join, and make it a true community event. All right. So... Yeah, and I was seeing that, as I'd say, anyone that's watching the videos might be seeing me look down. The fact is, is I'm also trying to look through your website as well to refresh because there's a lot of information on there. Yes. So I was trying to look at the awards too, and it says like you're at the South Texas Juvenile Diabetes Association. So with that, are they are they helping you develop information or these organizations you're part of? Are they helping you, one, figure out the best exercise for children or is how did you figure out which exercises and which things to help children stay active, be able to do it in the house and be able to do what your goals are setting out to do? Yeah, I have a background as being a coach. So finding the exercises, uh, I, t- I took the lead on that for this first book. But as, now that I've partnered up with them, we, we're working on number one, this book here, The Adventures of XO Inside. It, uh, what they do now is they purchase the books and put them in a welcoming packet to families with kids muted diabetes as, as a reference. That's number one. And number two, we're working on, I have uh, some empty space in the back of my book, empty couple empty pages where we want to like a healthy recipe for a smoothie or, or something that's uh, diabetic friendly, that's healthy, and to include them because they've been so supportive uh, of me, South Texas Juvenile Diabetes Association. And yeah, I, I just work with them closely with them to to move this this forward. All right, well, perfect. And then there's other companies, but you also have award winnings from Herb H E B, the Quest for Texas Best, which I see there. You have a list of them. Can you explain some of these awards so people know that this isn't just <laughs> you just put out the book, but people yeah. are recognizing this book as a tool for helping kids stay active and to fight the issues in the city of obese city. <laughs> yeah. So HEB is the biggest grocery chain in Texas and they actually have over 70 stores in Mexico. And so every year they put out this competition called the quest for Texas Best. And uh, last year I was one of over 1200 applicants to this competition and the adventures of Exoicide, this book became the first ever non-food product to be a finalist for the HEB Quest for Texas Best Competition. It's a 
just absolutely huge honor out of over 1200 applicants. I became one of the top 20 finalists. That was just, you know, affirmation that what I'm doing is, is great. A couple of weeks ago, I came out on the Apple TV and Bloomberg television show, the two minute drill with David Meltzer. He's one of the, one of the leaders, one of the biggest entrepreneurs in the, in the world. And, and I appeared on his show, showing off the book and competing in that show here locally in McAllen. I was a 2019 McAllen Chamber of Commerce Innovative Grant winner and 2018 Good Pitch Competition winner as well. And, uh, you know, all these awards are awesome and it just kind of fuels me to to keep going and uh, to keep writing more books. Right. And like you said, it's an interactive book. So it's more than just somebody sitting there reading a story. So it's definitely appealing to a lot of parents, I would imagine, at least I know on my end, I am. So with that, do you have like messages or things to help parents interact more with their kids as they're reading or helping them read? Yeah. On my website, there is a free YouTube video that during the pandemic uh, I, I created, I teamed up with a local, I'm trying to find the right word here. She's a physical trainer. She's a personal trainer. Her yeah. coach, her coach actually used to coach Arnold Schwarzenegger. So oh. yeah, that, that was huge. And her name is Candace Fox. And so I connected with her and we created this read along slash exercise along. So I read the book and when it's time for the exercise, she comes on and she leads the, the viewers and the readers into the exercises. It's about a 28 minute video. And it, I, let me, it is an absolute workout. You will be sweating by the end of the, by the end of the video. And I highly encourage parents to watch those videos with their kids at home in the living room. You don't need a lot of space. And I mean, think about it. There's not too many places where you can get a family workout. You can, I mean, you know, parents can go get a workout at the gym and the kids will go to their, their place, but this one brings the family together. So if they go on the website, davidnord.com, they can, uh, they can get on there and then take advantage of some of those resources. And by the way, also, yeah, go ahead. You know, by the way, I, you know, my purpose in writing this book, I want to make sure that this book gets to the hands of anybody. So the ebook will always be free on my website. Anybody can go on my website and download the ebook for free. They can purchase a physical book on the website, but you know, if you don't have those resources, get on the ebook, download it on your phone or your tablet or, or your computer, and you can have that for free. Well, that sounds fantastic. So I imagine it's under the, because I'm looking at it, and you also have a coloring book on there too. Yes. So you have a lot of information on your website and things for people. Like I said, just looking down at your website, trying to pick little topics to go through. There's so much information here for people to get. So, I mean, I see the ebook is listed here. I see. So I am a little bit curious on this Fit the Lift TV here. If you could go in a little more because you brazed over it quickly. Yeah. So what is that? Because I imagine that's also interacting a bit with a bit on what your book is. And also probably imagine on the upcoming book you have too. Correct. Yeah. So FitLit again is a combination of fitness and literature. So yeah. I started so I started something uh called FitLit TV. And so I alternate. I have somebody talking about fitness and exercise in one episode. The next book the next episode I have somebody talking about I have like a local author or any kind of author talking about literature and then the next one would be fitness and uh, or exercise as well. So I just alternate them. And I want to, to show people the importance of both, you know, fitness and then literature working together. 
Right. And do you ever do like a combination of both of them at the same time so people can see how they can be? Because I know like a lot of people, they'll read their Kindles or eBooks as they're exercising mm-hmm. or even listen to audiobooks. So that's how I'm seeing literature interacting. How do you do you do that with your? I haven't yet, but that is a great suggestion that I will take to heart and definitely see how I can do that. But thank you so much. That's, that's a great suggestion. Well, I'm glad I can add to it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, with that also, because I see you have several shows on here. What is rock star writing? Rock star writing. I used to be a, a school teacher. And okay. in, the, in the state of Texas, uh, you have the, the state of Texas, but it's called the star test. S-T-A-A-R. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as a teacher, you're always looking for resources. And I've always been the person. I've always tried to be ambitious. So I created my own, my own resources to help kids prepare for that uh, star exam. And so that's just something different that I had already created before writing this children's book. So I just went ahead and added it to my website in case anybody uh, needs some materials in, in that regard. All right. So, and then you also have another book. I think I saw, I forget. I've been looking all over on things for you. So forgive me if I don't remember where I saw it, but you have a second book coming out where it's based off your, the characters based off your daughter as well. Yes. So I plan on releasing a new book every November to coincide with two things. Number one, November is Diabetes Awareness Month. Okay. And, and secondly, my, my sister who passed away in 2014, her birthday is November 17th. So I always want to honor her on her birthday or at least in the month of November. So the next, the main character will be based off my daughter, will be called The Adventures of Aero, A-E-R-O, and her cat Bix, B-I-X. So you combine Arrow and Bix together and you get aerobics. The story will also take place in O.V. City. And I've been alternating the books, Exo Inside, then Arrow and Bix, then Exo Inside, then Arrow and Bix, until finally in the final book, Exo Inside will meet Arrow and Bix. And together they're going to team up to finally defeat Mayor Diane Beatties and all of her, her henchmen. And I've gotten so many characters that are <laughs> ready for the for the next for the next books that are coming. In fact, when I go do presentations at school, at schools, I always ask if anybody has any suggestions for characters. And I've gotten some amazing suggestions. I've had characters, twin good guys, Brock and Lee, to represent Brock. Right. Um, I have some villains, uh, a couple of villains called uh, Lolly and Pop, like Lollipop. Mm-hmm. A little girl and her dad. And then my last uh, school visit, uh, a little one of the young one of the young uh, boys, he said. Well, why don't you make something kind of like glucose? And I'm like, okay, that means sugar. How about glucose? And right. so <laughs> that's another character right there that's uh, also going to come out. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like endless opportunity for characters, good and bad. Obviously, with all the sweets and things out there. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I have to fight candy out of my son's hands every now and then just to <laughs> cut him back because I can tell you, Almost every kid loves, but luckily we got a more focus on fruits than sweets, but a kid is a kid and no matter what, they're going to love their chocolates. Yeah. I'm glad that you're doing that. So I'm so happy to hear that. I'd say it's more yeah. my wife that focuses on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible about it. I, I love my chocolate just as much, but it's one of those things I, I do know I have to watch what I eat and I need to get more active again, which I'd say I always joke around that I'm in great shape, but round is not the best shape in me. <laughs> so, 
It's but an old joke, I guess, but still one that I get a good laugh out of. But at least you guys are being proactive, and you know, I think that's like we got to start somewhere. I live right maybe 15 minutes from the border of uh, Mexico, mm-hmm. and you know, say what you want. I know you know sometimes we don't think of Mexico in 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 in, in good terms, but one of the things that they have started doing it's amazing on their uh, soft drinks, on their chips, on their sweets, candies. Mm-hmm. Now, in the country of Mexico, they have warning labels that says excessive calories or excessive sugar. And then here's the kicker. On the bottom of that, it says not suitable for children. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Imagine if we would have these warning labels here in the U.S., how many parents would think twice about buying those those sweets or those things for their for their kids? It's amazing right. what they're doing. And I'll, I'll obviously say that. The obesity issue in America has gotten out of control. And I can tell you, one, like for me, I've never been to where I'm supposed to be on my body weight, all that stuff. But, and I've also, and I've exercised to the point where I've gotten pretty thin, but never down to that point, just because most everything we eat, even when somebody says, Oh, I don't eat sugar, you have salad dressing, there's sugar in salad dressing, there's sugar in about everything you eat. Everything, yep. So, I mean, it is a hard thing. And I was talking to my wife the other day where she said that a guy came into her office who was talking with her and her coworkers, and they asked him if he wanted a dessert. And he goes, oh, I don't eat sugar, any sugar. Then he was just loading it up with salad dressing. And I told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, so he drank a diet pop that has soda, has sugar. He drank, ate a salad. He put a one sauce on his steak. He did all this stuff. There's so much sugar right there alone. And like I said, I just because I pay attention to a lot of different things. And I, as I said at the beginning, I do have family history with diabetes. So when I got diagnosed with hypoglycemia back in my early 20s, I started focusing on my sugar intake. Hint the reason I said I have to watch what I eat with my sugar. And I do love candy, but it's just something I know isn't the best for me. Yes. So, I mean, I think people do need to work on getting better in shape. It seems like America and other countries as well have gotten away from that focus. And I know my wife, she's hugely focused on making sure that our kids stay very active, stay very healthy. Don't just sit and watch TV. Or if they're watching TV, it's educational, not just some like don't get me wrong, love Tom and Jerry, but it's not just Tom and Jerry running across the screen, mm-hmm. boinking each other with a hammer or whatever. So, yeah, that, and again, that's one reason that I find your book appealing in the sense of it follows along with what we want our kids to grow up with is that attention to being active, not allowing to be stagnant or get overweight. So, when when do you expect, do you have like a set date or is it just November sometime right now and you don't have a set print date? Yeah, and right now it's just November. I don't have a set print date, but really I want to focus on November 17th just to honor my sister. All right. And then do you do the drawings or do you work with an illustrator or how do you go about that? Yeah, unfortunately I'm not that great of an artist, <laughs> so, but I did try to find someone local because I wanted to be able to sit sit across from them and shoot back ideas. And I found a local illustrator named Edgardo Gonzalez and he absolutely amazing. 
In fact, this was his first children's book that, or any kind of book that he had done, but he was a great artist. And together, I bounced ideas off of him and him off of me. And, and we created this, this great, great illustrated book. And I give him all the credit because, I mean, the, you know, these artists, they're just so creative and they can think outside of the box and come up with things that I would never have even imagined. And he did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. And trust me, if I couldn't draw a stick man after that, <laughs> my talent ends there. I do um, building designs right now. And if it wasn't for software, it would look horrible. So <laughs> trust me, my artistic skills are limited myself. So I understand that. <laughs> so let me ask this. We obviously know your website, which is mm -hmm. davidnorick.com, which is correct. I'll basically have the website in the show notes. And if somebody wants to reach out to you, do they go to your website? Do they find you on social media? Where do you like to be found? Where can they follow you? Things like that. Yeah, they can go on my website, davidnorick.com. I'm on Instagram, uh, davidnorick14. And I'm on Facebook, facebook.com uh, backslash davidnorickexercise. Those are my probably the, the, the two biggest platforms that, are, that I stay in uh, good contact with. All right, good. So I encourage people to reach out to you. There's also going to be the profile of you on authorblurb.com so people can go there, read a little bit about you as well. And I have the links to everything there on your profile. So I do appreciate you being on. If you can hold on for just a moment, man, the recording. So that's the end of everybody listening to us talk. And then we'll talk a little bit more. Sounds good. So that was the show. As always, I appreciate you joining me in the conversation. And if you made it this far, I imagine you've enjoyed the show enough that you might be willing to go to either rate the show, leave a review, or if you're watching the video, give it a thumbs up where you're watching it or a positive. Anything to help people find a good place to listen, which I hope you enjoy this enough to think this is. And if you feel so inclined, you can go to show support at authorblurb.com. There, I have different options for you to find different ways to help support the show, help me grow the show. You can purchase books, and purchasing my books will also help me be able to improve the show. So with that being said, thank you again. And I look forward to talking to you soon.